This is Bruce Boudreaux, and it's time for Clay's Canucks Commentary Live. Let's go with Clay right now. Hey, Canucks fans, and welcome to Clay's Canucks Commentary Live, presented to you by Van City Experts Real Estate. I am Canuck Clay, Clay Emo, and it is Thursday night, March the 23rd. If you're new, here's what you should do. Hit the subscribe button now for Daily Canucks Insight. That's positive, timely, and trustworthy. So much to get to, so I'm going to try and get through the intro relatively quickly, smoothly, quickly, not rushed. And I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about the, the wonderful night I had. Just incredible, the legend himself. So legendary, just incredible. And I went to the Canucks game and it was uh, one of his membership perks. And it was a wonderful night. Started with a nice sushi dinner and then went on from there. And it was great. Met JT Miller. I'm not sure if JT Miller is in the chat. Met JT Miller, not the actual JT Miller, but the JT Miller who's in the chat. Met him at the game, and I saw my boy Ricky Sanga at the game as well, uh, along with uh, uh, many others who said hi, which was very nice. But let's get to that. There's so much to talk about between between John Garrett retiring, the debut of Philip Hronick, Andre Kuzmenko eclipsing Barry's record, whatever it may be. So let's get going right away. Moderators, do what you got to do. Legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Justin Incredible, legendary Andrew Chang. Oh, I'm out of practice. I usually say your names at the end, but I'll, I'll honor you guys now. Thank you for your legendary membership and support, and thank you to Hall of Fame and franchise members as well. Uh, Legends and Hall of Fame. It's our next Zoom chat, group Zoom chat, and that will be this Sunday at, uh, let's go 9 p.m. That's what time it will be. So thanks to all members and everyone else, no matter where you're watching from, whether my beautiful neighborhood in Richmond, in the city, in the lower mainland, province, country, continent, or around the world. Thank you for being here. You know that I know that you could be doing anything else, watching anyone else, getting ready for work, school, or bed, or all three, but the fact that you are here, I always appreciate you, and I never take you for granted. So this is how you can get active tonight. You can subscribe. That's the most important thing. So you get my videos every single day, and you can get active in the chat section. You can like the video. There are 50 of you in here, which is awesome, but only 11 likes. That is not so awesome. So let's bump that up. You can leave donations, get that donation train out of the station. You can, yeah, I see. I, I messed that up. <laughs> you can gift memberships. You can become a member. You can upgrade your membership. Most importantly, like I said, get active in the chat section. You can rate and review if you're listening on a podcast platform. I will go for the first probably 20 minutes or so tonight. Then I'll turn it over to you, um, and I'm going to kind of focus the discussion a little bit more. I actually, uh, Justin and I were talking about this at the game. I actually got away from something that I used to do all the time. So I'll bring that up in about 20 minutes from now, and then we will go from there. So let's break down the game first, and then we can talk about all the peripheral stuff that happened as well. So I'll say this. San Jose is pretty bad. Justin and I looked at each other a few times throughout the night and said exactly that. San Jose is pretty bad. I think there's one shift where they gave the puck away three times and JT Miller makes them pay scoring on his 29th goal of the season on one of those giveaways, one of his uh, patented wicked wrist shots, one nothing, six minutes in. Then just two minutes later, Bovillier, a nice touch pass to Pedersen who gives it to Kuzmenko. We thought he was going to shoot right away. But instead, he does a nice little deke and, and goes backhand on James Reimer to nothing. 
Hurdle then scores only a minute and a half after that, kind of walks around. I think it was it was uh, Miller that we figured out. Uh, I'm not blaming Miller completely, but Hurdle scores from from the slot. And really nice shot up high on Demko, 2-1. And then Dakota Joshua, really nice uh, move to the net, scores with half a second left. Now it's 3-1 Canucks going into the first. Second period, actually, I was out in the concourse, so I missed this live. Myers, great feed to Connor Garland, who shoot who showed a lot of patience, poise, puts it behind uh, Reimer. It's 4-1. And then coming in the third period, I know Justin predicted 4-1. I predicted 5-2. Justin was pretty confident his prediction wasn't going to hold up. And I was hoping that I would get uh, a second straight correct prediction because I, I pr predicted Vegas over Canucks 4-3 on Tuesday. So then it looked like it was going to happen when Andrew Augazino, his very first goal of the season, and it was a shorthanded goal, which kind of stinks. I love it when they kind of score them. I hate it when they give them up. So uh, also high on Demko, so that's 4-2. But then the Canucks rattle off three straight goals. Pod Colson, a wicked snipe from the slot. Phil DiGiuseppe, a tip on a huge point shot. And then Sheldon Dries, basically with 14 seconds left, comes in two-on-one with Phil DiGiuseppe and puts it upstairs on James Reimer, uh, mercifully ending his night. So 7-2. to two, uh, Justin and I were both wrong, but we were happy to be wrong. Look at the shots, 21-19. So the one goalie was a lot better than the other. Face-offs, even. Power plays, same. But you want the Canucks to count uh, to at least capitalize on one of them. And then they give up a shorty. So you could argue that San Jose had the better night short uh, in terms of special teams. A lot of hits in this game, 60 combined. Wasn't particularly rough, but there was some good contact. 18 blocks by the Sharks as well. Don't care about the shark stats. You look at the Canucks, a bunch of players with two points. Garland, Miller, DiGiuseppe, J Dakota Joshua, Kuzmenko, and Tyler Myers, who is named the first star of the game. So a lot of good things. we got to re remember that, again, this was the San Jose Sharks, so we couldn't expect it to be... Um, it, you can't expect it to be a nail-biter or a very close game. And we've owned the Sharks. That's the ninth straight win over San Jose that we've had. Christian Wolanin only played a minute 49, just two or three shifts. And what was interesting, Justin and I were laughing when we saw, you know, who's Hironic going to play with? Is he going to play with Hughes? Or is he going to play with uh, Wolanin or Brisbane? Then we found out he was actually starting the game with Ethan Bear because the Canucks dressed four right shot D-men and then only two left sides. So it was Hughes with Myers. It was Bear with Hironic, Bear playing on his opposite side. And then it was Wolanin and uh, Burroughs. But then Wolanin gets hurt. So now you only have one left shot guy in Hughes. And then they just kind of kept Bear on the left and, and rotated through the other three guys. So uh, one kind of result of that is uh, Philip Hironic got to play with a lot. Um, I think he got ice time with every single one. Uh, well, two. I don't think I ever saw him on the ice with Myers. But he definitely played with Hughes. He definitely played with Bear. So and then he started the uh, so overall Ronick got to got to kind of got immersed in the Vancouver um in the Vancouver system. Now let's talk about him first. So we'll go him, then we'll talk about Kuzmenko, and then we'll talk about John Garrett. I was very impressed with Philip Ronick's game. Very impressed. You look at that stat line, he was a plus two. He had three hits, one block, and he played 24 minutes of ice, despite this being his first game in, in over a month. 
because of shoulder surgery. So he played 24 minutes. So aside from the stat line and how long he played, this is what I noticed about Hronik. He makes, uh, I told Justin that Hronik plays with assertiveness. He plays with assertiveness. So when he makes a first pass, it's a hard pass, but it's accurate. And he's assertive. When he skates the puck out of his own end, he's assertive. When he uh, closes gaps and tries to stand up guys or at least uh, uh, have a good gap with his stick, he's assertive. And we saw him, he, he had no shots on goal, but he did try and get a couple of shots towards the net. And even then, he was assertive. So overall, I can see why we're high on him. I, I get it. It's only one game, and it's against San, San Jose. So I get all of that. But I can see why the Canucks are high on him, why they traded for him after one game. I know that I have high hopes for him. To me, he's already the Canucks' second-best defenseman ahead of Myers, OEL, and, and the and Ethan Bear. And I, I, I think he's going to be low-maintenance. He very, he's very humble. He's, he seemed very humble yesterday in his press conference or his media availability. Post-game today, only 90 seconds that the Canucks uh, posted. But he was very, very humble there. Just wants to fit in. Just wants to keep it simple. So I think, again, it's only one game and it's only the Sharks. But I think that he has the ability, Hronik does, to, to have a huge impact on this team. So um, that's what I thought. That was my first impression of Philip Hronik. I think he's going to be really good for the Canucks. Speaking of good, a game after getting benched for a lot of the third period, Kuzmenko had a really good outing. One goal, one assist. The assist was the second assist on Connor Garland's goal, so you don't really remember it. But his goal was really nice in that he showed a lot of patience and poise, like I said, pulled it back to his backhand. Uh, Reimer was so far to the right on that goal because he was he was worried about Petey that Kuzmenko had a lot of time. So Kuzmenko scores and brings him up to, what is it, 35 goals on the year now. And that eclipsed Pavel Bure's high goal total for a rookie season. Now we know that because of Kuzmenko's age, he is not eligible to win the Calder Trophy. Otherwise, he likely would have. But um, he still holds the record now for most goals, whether you call it a rookie season or a first season with the Canucks, whatever it is, um, that was indeed uh, a record-breaking performance by by Kuzmenko, breaking Pavel Bure's record. So after the game, he did a quick minute, minute and a half, media availability. Vasily Podkolzin was there, not translating. You guys know this is my small pet peeve, interpreting. Translation is when it's written, when you're translating written material. Interpretation is translating verbal. So anytime you you guys know this, anytime you know this, because I, I keep talking about it. Anytime you see and hear Podkolzin or before is Mikheyev talking, helping Kuzmenko, they are interpreting for him. They are not translating for him. So just, just remember that. It's always my, it's always uh, my small pet peeve when I hear so many media members and so many prominent media members always talking about Podkozin translating for, for, for Kuzmenko, and that would only be correct if Kuzmenko was actually writing his thoughts down, and then Podkozin was reading them, and then, and then translating in his head, and then, and then, no, I, I think if you, uh, that's interesting though. 
if if interpretation is verbal and translation is written, what happens when someone writes something and then you verbalize it? That must be interpretation because your translation would only be writing to writing. Anyways, <laughs> base crow, my pet peeve is the phrase pet peeve. <laughs> Very good. So all to say, nice to see Kuzmenko bounce back. I'm not worried at all. And I, no one's suggesting this. I'm not worried at all. There is a rift between between talking and Kuzmenko or there's a rift developing. No, despite um, Kuzmenko's age, he's older. He's not a rookie. He's a rookie, but he's older. So talk, it's not afraid to give him some, to give him some love for sure. Uh, tough love. I should say, Jastrin, I'm going to hide that comment because I don't think um, we need to talk like that about other members of this community so uh Jastrin, love love your support love you being here but there's no need to call out other people in this community and i would do the same if that person did the same about someone else yeah i know i know it's a joke Jastrin, but um imagine if that person was in here and and saw that and then it, it might not go well so all good all all love um and i feel like a dad here but uh, just Better not type it. It, it just safer that way. So I hope you understand that no big deal at all. Last thing I'll talk about is is um, John Garrett. So this came out of the blue. I was there at the game, and then we started to see all over social media people talking about, "Oh no, I can't believe it! John Garrett's retiring." So I guess coming out of the second intermission to start the third period, he spoke for about ninety seconds, and he spoke about how much he, he loves this job how it's been a, for 20 years, he's been regional regional broadcaster with, with John Shorthouse. But he did say that this season will be his last. And he didn't say what he's going to be doing, if he's truly retiring, if he has another opportunity, whatever it may be. But um, it was very heartfelt. He was on the verge of tears. And it set off a firestorm of of tributes, of of wonderful, um, of wonderful, Sorry, I don't know why I just I was showing that for the longest time. You just saw some stats and 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 the chat, which is no big deal. It's it set off some really good, nice tributes and and some wonderful words from everyone, from fans, from content creators, from from um, local media, national media, and everyone has a nice thing to say about John Garrett. He has made the games so much more enjoyable. And you guys got to admit, over the past two decades. It always hasn't been enjoyable to follow this team. He is—he uh, doesn't take himself too seriously. He's a very good communicator. He's a great relationship with a great chemistry with John Shorthouse. Uh, you know his his food takes are legendary, and you read time and time again of people saying that they've met John Garrett and they appreciate how nice he is to everyone. Now I've had only one interaction with John Garrett. Um, and it was, it was at actually last year's golf tournament back in September. And I, I know that John Garrett is a practicing Catholic. So, um, we were talking about my, my quick trip to Pope, uh, to Edmonton to, to help with Pope Francis's visit in July. And it was cool. It was cool. Like we, we talked a bit of hockey, but we also talked about faith and, and, uh, it was really nice to, to have that chat with him. It was quick. You know, we were waiting for his group to tee off. So, uh, uh that was kind of like the, the, the framing of our discussion. So it was only two or three minutes, but still he was, he was a very 
uh, was very kind, very thoughtful. And that was my small, my small interaction with them. But I know he's had an impact um, on many people near and far. Jack, I saw that you're at the game. That's cool. I was um, in section 319 today. Those are my original seats. So yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to your your uh, your memories of of John Garrett in a second. So what this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my mid show sponsor read now, and then I will basically invite your hockey Canucks and hockey related questions only. So um, I, I do like. Clay and Garrett sounds like a personality overload. I was thinking about applying, actually. No, I wasn't thinking about applying to replace him. So I said to Justin today, I said, hey, remember when I used to do the streams when they weren't as big that I would do actually Canucks and hockey-related questions only? And then if I had time, I would do Ask Me Anything. And I thought about it yesterday because I was answering a lot of questions about wrestling, about politics, whatever it may be. And I'm fine talking about all those things. But I, I think um, to focus it and to make sure that this stays true to a Canucks show, a Canucks YouTube show, a Canucks live stream, a Canucks podcast, that we will do uh, Canucks and Hockey Talk first. And then if I have time at the end, we'll do some Ask Me Anything. So I hope that all makes sense. Before that, real quick, we look at the scores and we look at all the teams that the Canucks are in and around. Philadelphia won. Chicago lost. Montreal lost. Just look at the sucky teams. Ottawa won. St. Louis beat Detroit, and then uh, the Flames are coming sucky, and then we beat the Sharks, and then the Ducks lost. So you throw it all to the standings, and this is how it looks now. Starting from the bottom, you still have the bottom four, Columbus, San Jose, we see why, Chicago and Anaheim, there they are. Then the next batch is actually kind of Montreal's by themselves. They're six points up on Anaheim. They're four points below Arizona behind them. And then the next batch of Arizona, Philly, and you could say Vancouver is on the verge of this batch with St. Louis and Detroit now, and even Buffalo. So the Canucks could high, finish as high as 22nd, which would be 11th from the bottom. I still have a feeling they're going to finish 8th or 9th. And remember, I predicted 6-4-2 and two for the final 12, and they have won the first one of those 12 games. So let me do my Mitchell sponsor read. And then I will throw it to all of you for your questions. So shout out to my sponsors, Van City Experts Real Estate. Contact Jason Limina's team for all of your real estate needs. I saw Jason in the chat really quickly earlier. So um, um, I think he may be gone already, but appreciate Jason stopping in. Shout out to my secondary, secondary sponsor, Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. Sign up now for a free 21-day weight loss challenge. Use the link perform no ptformweightloss.com slash cannot clay and coach patrick will contact you thank you to gassy jack art maker of this fine artwork shannon i haven't forgot i will connect you this weekend for sure monkey nine brewing my eternal sponsor and vessi footwear use the link tinyurl.com slash vessi clay and receive a discount code to get a free pair of socks with your next pair of vessies Mid-show reminder to all of you to subscribe, to like the video, leave a donation, be the one tonight to get the donation train out of the station. You can gift memberships, become a member, upgrade your membership, and most importantly, get active in the chat section. Of course, if you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure you rate and review 
as well. So here's my brand new banner scrolling across the bottom for the for, for the next little bit, next 10 or 15 minutes, I will answer Canucks and hockey questions only. All right. All right. So Canucks, you can, you can type whatever you want, but um, I will, as long as it's respectful, of course, but I will focus on the Canucks and hockey related questions. But before I do that, I want to give some love to Elfrin. Elfrin says, good W tonight. Heronit looked good on his debut. Going to miss Cheech. Hoping Will Lannan's injury is not very serious. Yes. Uh, let's give some love to Elfrin for that $7.20 donation. Thank you, Elfrin. And yeah, I forgot to mention, Juleson's out for the rest of the year with an ankle injury. Breezeball is day-to-day. And with Will Lannan out, now the Canucks have no defensemen. They, if they don't, if none of those three guys can play, Next game, well, Jolson won't for sure. They're going to have to call up someone from Abbotsford on an emergency basis. I said it's it's only uh, Canucks and hockey-related questions, but really quickly, average dude, go to the website. Vessies at range anywhere from 120 up to 180. We technically handcuffed the Flames and, and baited them to take the Markstrom and Tanev contracts. <laughs> Yeah, they have the same number of wins that we do. They have more points because they have more overtime losses than we do. I thought Hronik had a really solid debut despite it being the Sharks. Positionally sound, kept play simple, but also made firm, smart, decisive decisions with the plays he made. Yes, I would agree with you, Justin, and we had the same exact same view of the game tonight. Can you believe Petey and Hughes only had one point each in a seven-goal game? Yeah, that was a little bit surprising to me as well. Uh, I'd say PD does finish the season with 101 points. I think you already talked about Hronik, but regarding the blue line with injuries to Willan and Breezeball, could you see Rathbone getting called up? Yeah, someone's got to get called up. They they can't go with five defensemen. So, and it's got to be a left shot guy. And if Dermot's still hurt, hurt, I think Rathbone should be the guy. I really do. Kyle Burrows, yeah, he was a plus four. He had a solid game tonight. Justin and I talked about how much he's, you know, not afraid to step up into play and level the boom either on players or linesmen. I thought he was fine. I, I didn't notice that he was so good that he was a plus four, but he's a, a feel-good story, and I, I love him as a depth option going forward for the Canucks. Who would I prefer to see take Cheech's spot next season as a color commentator? No, it's not going to be me. Um, that's a good question. Color commentator. Is it a guy like Joey Kenward? Is it a guy like Brendan Batchelor or Randeep Janda moving from Sportsnet? Is it a guy like Sat Shaw? You know, I have to think about this one. Um, I think I was more reacting to the fact that he's retiring as opposed to who might be able to replace him. Yes, did anyone see what happened to Willanen? Even Ritaka didn't know. If Myers doesn't resign with the Canucks, well, remember, he's got one more season after this season. Who do you think the Canucks should sign on July 1st? I don't know, CV, honestly, who's out there as a right shot D. So I would have to do some more research to give you a much better answer. Don Cherry in for Garrett. No, thank you. Any insight on the NCAA free agents? Can I actually go for it? None. Sorry, I don't. Uh, that's not my jam. Don't know a lot about the NCAA free agents. So um, I'll have to come back to that another time. Hronik led ice time in 24-25 and kept Hughes below 25, which is a big plus, despite the power plays and the fact that they were down a guy, too. Is Dries worth keeping for next season? Giuseppe, I hope the Canucks can get some bigger players in place of them. Well, Giuseppe's got decent size. Dries, no, I, 
you know, despite his goal tonight, I don't want him as my third or fourth line center. So I do think they need an upgrade for sure. Can Petey potentially eclipse Henrik as the best Canuck of all time? Yep, I think he could. All right, have fun skiing tomorrow. Yes, Rosero, a whole season. By the way, did you sell your seat today? Uh, your one seat? Because uh, there's a group of four, but really nice guys sitting in, in seat number five. But I'm not sure if that was your your do, your dealing, if you sold to him directly. But yes, maybe we'll have to wait till next season, which is crazy to think we didn't have that opportunity this year. Fangirl, same answer. I don't know. I don't. I simply don't know enough about the college free agents to give a good answer. <laughs> I see loop Canucks played as well as my new Vesti shoes fit. So you got them replaced already? Glad to hear. That's awesome. Nice, nice, nice tie in there. I can't believe I won't get to witness John Garrett in Canucks playoff action. I was blessed to see him in action during seasons. I will miss his biased Canuck takes. <laughs> Demko is now 8-0 against the Sharks, and Petey's 10 points away from 100. He'll get there. PX had to be the new color man. Ah, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, Terp, you're too kind. You're too kind. We will miss Garrett. Amazing game tonight. Was surprised when Bear Heronic was paired up with Heronic. Three hits. Yeah, he was great. Is Corey Hirsch good enough to replace Garrett? I like Corey a lot. I don't think... Um, I don't think he will be the replacement. Satchaw, I don't think has a personality for color broadcasting. I don't think his personality matches in that type of field. Peter, you know, that's a you know, that's a really interesting point because I actually have a couple of friends who they admire how how um how steady Sat is, but they actually uh they actually have a similar sentiment to you is they don't think that he's um engaging enough. Do you think John Garrett retired or was he taken out by Sportsnet? There are rumors it could be. Yeah, I don't know, Jasper. It's so early to say. It's so early to say. He is 71 years old. Do you think JT Miller will get close to 80? Yes, I do. Demko really did well and sure looks better than at the beginning of the season. I'm wondering if some of it had to do with what happened to Bruce Boudreau. Yeah, that or maybe Shannon, I think more accurately, I don't think he was fully healthy at the start of the season. Reimer with a 666 save percentage. Yikes, tonight, crazy I'll go. <laughs> Supposedly Myers tried to pass his stick over the glass when there was netting after the game. He's not used to being the first star. Yeah, I don't think he's used to being any star. That is really funny. I did not know that. I honestly thought Corey Hirsch is good enough to replace Garrett. I won't mind Jim. He was good during the opening road trip last season. You see that Kuzmenko did the lineup card. Read. No, I will look at that later. Thank you, fangirl. Another vote for BXA. Ticket exchange. Hey, get hooked. Got hooked. Do you talk about Christian Milan and his new two-way two-year two-way contract no not on this stream i did in my vlog earlier today but yeah it's it's great i think he can be a solid um third pairing guy or first option up and congrats to him when mitchkov gets back next season do you put him back oh when mikhaev sorry gets back next season do you put him with pd and kuzmenko or do you like bovillier um i bovillier is a little bit streaky to me he's done well but he's a little bit streaky to me so um I don't know. Maybe you do put McKay there because they, they had some success this season for sure. And I, I do like how the Canucks will have a lot of options. Klingberg, Dumba, Johnson, Gudis, Hall, Stetcher, and the list. Yeah, none of those guys, uh, Jervy, they, they, they interest me truly. Awesome. Glad you got them. I wouldn't mind Kenward. Kenward, are there... Really, chances of Satchaw? No, I just well, I just know he's Sportsnet, and he's very well respected. I cared. What does that mean? 
regardless of Reimer's remarks, Sharks were going to lose. Yeah, you you, you don't. I, I don't tie it into his what happened earlier this week. Next season, healthy lines. Let's try. Oh, let's say they don't sign anyone new. Let's go Petey with Kuzmenko and Mikheyev. Miller, Beauvillier, Besser. Oh, then someone with Podkolzin and Kratsov. Or oh, there's Garland too. Maybe someone with Podkolzin and Garland, whether it's Dries for now or Stadnika. And then Oman, Joshua, and then a Kratsov or, or someone like that, Aturatu, someone like that. But I, I think we can worry about more about the top six. And I think that just showed that we need a through line center. Yeah, Sebastian, I've I've said for the and Rick Talkett even said that they're gonna try them with Hughes, they're gonna try them without the best utilization. I think if the Canucks are need a goal or if they're trying to um yeah, actually I've honestly because it's tonight, I think we'd all love to see him with Hughes. But I think, and I love Justin's take, I love everyone's take on this. To me, I saw enough from Hronick's game where he's not like exactly like Quinn Hughes. But he's good enough to anchor his own pair. So as as I think it'll be fun to see them together, I actually think the Canucks would be better off separating them. Yeah, that was a that was a slip for sure. Will Delia be and God Hook says hit the like button. I agree. Will Delia be the backup next year? I have a feeling no. Sharks eight straight loss. That's not good. Going to miss John Garrett, but maybe you and Coach Rob can be the commentators. Uh, Coach Rob can do it. <laughs> Do you see the future three or five years, assuming Petey and Kuzi play together on the power play and first line? Do you see their chemistry exceeding the Sidian's chemistry? I don't. I, I don't think anyone's going to exceed the Sidian's chemistry because there's a certain bond that comes from not only being siblings, but twins. But they can come close. But uh, we don't need them to, to exceed them. But I hear what you're saying. I don't think that's Garland's last goal as a Canuck. No. Oh, Fangirl was in tears hearing Garrett's announcement. Drance replacing Garrett. No, thank you. I, I like Drance a lot. And he's very bright. And I, I just don't know if he'd want to do that either. Gudis is Shen 2.0. No, Juleson could be Shen Light. Shen is better. Who replaces Wolanin? Well, you got to bring up a left shot guy from Abbotsford. So maybe it's Rathbone. I think PDG will slot him very well on Miller's wing. Solid two-way forward. Has benefited quite well. Yeah, he's good. He gives the Canucks a lot of options for sure. Kerfoot as a third-line center. I don't mind him. I don't mind him, actually. Yeah, if Pearson's healthy, he's a third-line guy for me now. If he's healthy. Myers did have two, first star. Could I see PDG miller Bovillier next season? Uh, yeah, but then we're, you have, still have Mikheyev, Kuzmenko, PD, and Besser. And I don't think you put Besser in the third line. So I'm not convinced that that's going to happen. In fact, I see Bovillier, miller Besser. Yep, Ed, Ed, Edmund Kuzmenko becomes uh, becoming more likable by the day, for sure. Corrado's take on Hronik was interesting. Said, stack the D with him and Hughes. Granted, this was before the game. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Dile did well, though he's a good NHL goalie, but who would be the backup? I don't know, but I think you bring in a veteran to battle Spencer Martin. You give Spencer Martin another chance. I was always remember when Garrett Jinx Luongo shut up way back in 2014. <laughs> I don't, you don't believe in that for real, do you, CV? Ty Myers announced retirement, gets his jersey retired, then becomes the commentator for the Canucks broadcast. What does Clay do? Um, I would do a vlog about it for sure and get a lot of hits, I think. <laughs> uh, 
I wonder if Naslin has the voice for play by play. Uh, no, I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he is what he wants to do. And I'm not sure if him, he was, if that's in his plans either. Go for it. Go for it. Do they still pick the player of the game? I don't think so because Bruce took the belt with them or they gave it to him. Am I the only one who thought Bavillier wasn't great trying to go through too many defenders and some questionable passes? Yeah, he doesn't have that quick release. He's good on deflections. He doesn't have the quick release, though, if he's in the bumper. Do you think Canucks could end up like Calgary losing Hughes and PD down the road? Now in line when Calgary lost Gujo and Kachuk? Or do you trust management to build a winning team? Uh, Peter, I've actually seen enough from management, more or less, where I do trust them, honestly, to build a winning team. I really do. Do we really rely on PDG next season? Imagine we make the playoffs and another team we play. It's like, how do they make the playoffs with a pizza man in their lineup? Yeah, I like him as depth more than a starter. I like Oman. I think he'd be really solid top nine forward. And also, um, Rick Tockett was singing the praises of, of Dakota Joshua. Rob Faye to replace John Garrett. Now, that's, I'm here for that. I, I think he's great. Bieksa as well. Jewison was a 26 overall pick in the first round. Yeah, but he's, he's not bad. Kuzmenko rookie year. Can he hit 40? Yes. Surprise production. Yes. I thought he'd be good for 30, not, not 35. And I think he can be that good of a goal scorer every year. I'm a fantastic floor hockey goalie, but not on ice. I have that dream still. I'm too old to join. Can't skate well. I need my glasses. Okay. So there are a couple of concerns in what you said there, Canucks fan, but I, I appreciate your, your, um, your gameness. Hironic has a good eye for breakout passes, especially on turnovers, sloppy changes. He's fast to make a decision. Like you said, he's assertive. Yes, I agree, Patrick Alvin. Do we have a playoff roster? And what do you think the healthy defense pairings will be next season? I think you go Hughes and I think they're gonna they're gonna put Hironic with OEL. That's my guess. So you, you go Hughes Myers. This isn't great. OEL Hironic. And then a third pairing of Wolanin with, um, I don't know if you go bear. I, I said this a few times. I don't know if you spend 2.5 for a third pairing guy. I remember Derek Pouliot. He's on the Sharks now. Was he even playing tonight? I didn't notice. Imagine a rookie wearing a Calder with 40 gold. Exactly. Could Kuzmenko get more than one Canucks team award this season? Well, I think he'll get most exciting, but I, I don't think you can give him MVP. Could Kuzmenko get the Calder? No, he's too old. Thoughts on Myers and Hughes together? They had one bad shift. That, and that was with Kratzov, Podkolzin, and Drys. They were pinned in in the first period. But aside from that, I'm I'm okay with it. It's not the best, but aside from Ronick, there aren't a lot of good options. Satshaw, yeah, we talked about him a few times already. Hughes, Bear, Oya, Ronick, Wolan, and Myers. Yeah, but then... Between that's an expensive right side, though. Well, I guess it's expensive left side, too. I could see that if they bring Bear back. If they bring Bear back, I could see them doing that. Hronik was great, Andrew. I spent a lot of time talking about him. Assertive, assertive was good. Yeah, I don't know. If Pullman is still healthy, and Dermot, I'm not sure if he comes back as much as I like him. Are we considering now qualifying Bear 2.2 to do so? Well, that's I think that's going to be a very important decision going forward. And a lot of stars come from the KHL. Okay, we are going to transition now to ask me anything. But one thing I will say, instead of saying no more hockey questions, it can still be hockey. But now this is where I'll entertain for five minutes.
five minutes max some other questions as well actually no let's do non-hockey questions i'll answer these last few ones and then let's move to non-hockey questions thoughts on bovillier yeah i still want to see one full season of him but he's been okay he's a little streaky but he's good Myers will drag Hughes down. That pairing is going to cost us and it'll ruin Hughes' stats. We need Hughes to look better than McCarr. Okay, who are you going to put with them? If a Canucks record for Shredder goals in season 19, they have 13. Will they reach their record? No. And Derek was playing tonight. Good to know. No, I don't think they're going to get six in the last 11 games. I do not think Ethan Bear is a top pairing defenseman. Patrick Alvin likes Bear, so I think he would be qualified. We'll see. All right, let's go. This is good. Non-Canucks questions for five or six minutes. My day today was great. Thank you. Busy day at work, a lot of meetings, uh, some video editing, some pre preparation. And I have the day off tomorrow, so I'm very excited. Favorite kind of ice cream? Strawberry. BX said come back. Sure. Favorite Broadway soundtrack? Oh, oh, I like Miss Saigon and I like Hamilton. What do you do in your free time? Well, if this counts, I do a lot of vlogging. I do bowling. I do studying. I, oh, you're talking about free time. Well, I always say I have about six things on the go. I have my family, I have my job, I have my religious education at the church, I have my bowling, I have my vlogging, and I have my studying for my master. So that's six things. doesn't allow for a lot of free time, but aside from all that, then I'm, I'm doing music or I'm outside uh, hanging out with Gail. How do you approach people who give you criticism, whether constructive or not? Peter, um, you, I have to enter in... This feels better, by the way. This feels so much more like the old streams where I did Canucks and Hockey Talk first, and then if people want to beg out after that, that's fine. And now ask me. I think this feels a lot. This feels a lot more natural, and I hope it does for you guys as well. Criticism, um, enter in with a spirit of humility. Always looking to be better. Never get complacent. I can take constructive criticism well. I always want to get better. But um, I think naturally, we all have a tendency to get defensive. So it really depends on who the criticism is coming from. If it's someone I trust, someone who I know knows me and my intentions, I'll, I'll pay attention to it. If it's someone who watches one video or I've never heard of or never heard from, then I'll be less apt to take it. Who is the more like bear? Who are my options? When did what happen? Ask me anything. Or this stream. No, um, I used to do it like this, JS, if that's what you're asking about. Canucks talk first. Ask me anything. Any TV shows or movies you recommend lately? I'm not a, well, you heard about my lack of free time. So I don't, aside from wrestling and, and Canucks, I don't watch a lot of TV. I still try and catch Criminal Minds and Survivor and Blacklist. So I don't, but I don't watch a lot of Netflix. I'll, I'll have to, you have to ask that to my lovely wife, Gail. She's the Netflix queen. What's the most recent movie you saw? And on a scale of one to 10, how'd you rate it? Uh, the most, the latest movie I saw was Smile. I watched it on Netflix, and I'll give it a solid eight. Scared the you-know-what on me. Do you, I go to the fried chicken spot in Seaston. Very rarely it is still there. Last movie I saw in theaters was Top Gun. That was good. Favorite NBA team or player? Phoenix Suns. Don't really have a favorite player. Um, yeah, I don't actually have a, I don't actually have a, a favorite NBA player. But I do like the Phoenix Suns. Best bowling game is a 240. So nowhere close to a perfect game. Studying is going well. Thank you. How many more years? After this course is done in April, Shannon. Three more courses. So I'll be done by, by April of next year. My bowling average is about 173. And that's on what you call uh, um, a 
sport, uh, a sport, a challenge pattern, which is harder than a regular, what they call house shot. So it translates to 181 um, house shot. So I'll say 181. How well do you take criticism? Well, try start criticizing me and see how, no, I'm just kidding. I, I think I take it pretty well. Not, not the best, but I take it generally quite well. Susiko the musical. All right. Thank you. What is your top strikes? Have you gotten in a round? Well, in a 240 game, that's about seven strikes out of 10. Significant injury, um, two. I've had a concussion, one concussion, and I've had two stitches on my eyelid from a hockey stick that came up and sliced me across the face. Oh, no tap bowling. Great question, Coach Rob. No tap. I don't know why it's called no tap, but a nine counts as a strike. So if I roll a ball and I leave one pin, it counts as a strike. That's what no tap bowling is. That's really good. Have I ever always had short hair? Mostly, I, I don't know if you can see. Maybe if I zoomed out or you've seen some of my old pictures. I used to have a box cut for the longest time, but I've had my hair like this for the past 24 years. And I only once have I had a mullet type back in grade six, seven, where my hair went past my, my shoulders. It wasn't pretty. Ever got a turkey? Yep, I've had a few turkeys for sure. Favorite Canuck of all time, Roberto Luongo. Have I ever gotten to a fight? A true physical fight? No. A dust up one or two, both one in elementary school, one in high school. I'd say I'm one in one. <laughs> Any pets? I do have a dog named Mickey. He's a coming up on five years old, a shih tzu. What do I think of Ray and Dominic's storyline? It's good. It's a little dragged out, but it's good. It's good. Are you looking forward to the new John Wick? I have not watched any of them, so I can't really say I am. Who do you think eats the most strict diet to stay in absolute best shape on the Canucks? Oh, sorry, Canucks hockey-related question. Sorry, Patrick Alvin. Smile is a great movie. I watched it in my theaters with my friends. As someone who's like me is about to get laid off, what would be your advice for those who unfortunately lost their job? Keep your head up, know your worth, and, and grind away and, and find something you like. Do I like baseball? Nope, not really. You do a lot of YouTube videos and live streams. Do you ever feel burnt out? No, I've never burnt out. I, I think there are times my motivation, like anything, does go up and down depending on how, what the Canucks, like in the, in the off season, it's pretty tough. So I'll, I'll try and keep a regular schedule, but I'll probably cut down the number of streams. We simply won't have enough to talk about if I get together every night, probably drop down to one or two a week. But uh, no, I haven't, uh, thankfully, I haven't gotten burnt out just yet. Oh, JS, that's fair. Takes the time away from Canucks Talk. Yeah, but I, I gave I gave Canucks Talk a good 35 minutes, so I, I don't mind doing the last 10 minutes for this. And some people may like it because they, they like to know other things about me and like to ask other things non-Canucks related. So um, that's totally fair, JS. That's totally fair feedback. But I, I'm going to go back to this because I, um, I think it adds another element to these shows. Do I pull all-nighters to study? I have. I'm getting too old for that, but I do. My average is 68. Okay, that's that's very uh, that's very um yeah, accurate, I guess. Challenge patterns the hardest pattern depending on oil, sport. Uh, sorry, sport patterns the hardest pattern, challenge is middle and then there's house shot. So it's basically different types of oil patterns makes it tougher than a typical shot. Concussion it depends on the on the severity, but uh, mine was pretty scary and it happened when Gil and the kids were out of town, so I had to be off of devices and off work for about a week. Favorite food is sushi. JT Miller, it was nice to meet you as well. I mentioned you right off the top.
Great meeting you uh, during the intermission. Was not nervous when I had my first date with Gail, but I wasn't like a, a rock of confidence either. But my mindset was just don't be an idiot. Guerrero, Chris Jericho. I like Chris Jericho. Yes, it's Lucky Nine near bowling. Yeah, the Dom storyline. I think that prison line is funny. Will I do the thumbs up again? You mean this one? Yeah, I do it in all the pictures that I pose and 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 all the time. Ray will snap soon. Roman will lose to Cody Reigns. Yeah, I mentioned Mickey, my Shih Tzu. Surfer or a great snowboarder? I think surfer. I like to be on the water more than up a mountain. Eddie Guerrero versus Bret Hart. What would you do if someone criticized your ability to take criticism well and then criticized you for taking their criticism of your ability to take criticism well? Well, that is the best comment I've read in a while. <laughs> Uh, if you really want to answer that question, what do you do if someone criticized your ability to take criticism well and then criticize you for taking their criticism? I would actually just sit there because I wouldn't know what I'm supposed to do. Hey, Chowderhead, really quickly because it's non-connects questions. If you mean make the playoffs, I think they will. Stepdad is 168. That's a good average. Best food depends what you like. There's all types. Great Chinese food, Japanese food, Italian steak, Vietnamese, anything. Um, um, Steveson has a lot of good restaurants, Granville Island, downtown commercial drive. 300 is the top bowling 10 pin 450 in five pin. Yes. Elfrin, we're getting together on April 2nd. I will announce that I, I've announced it a few times already, but I will be pumping it out uh, this weekend, April 2nd, Sunday, April 2nd, five o'clock game hosting the Kings. We're going to do that at monkey nine. I think Ripley beat Charlotte. Is Ray ever going to fight Dom? Yeah, I think it. Well, they set it for WrestleMania on very short notice. Thumbs up is legendary. LA Knight. Even I got lost asking that. And have I ever tried Gammy? This will be the last question. Yes. I don't go there a lot, but it is on my way home from church. So I've been there a few times. Okay, friends. Thank you for being here. We are at 47 minutes. I think it's time to wrap up. So. You know that thing I was saying yesterday about how I never wrap up between 35 and 40? I think if I do it like this, if I do a good 30 to 35 minutes of Canucks and then 5 to 10 minutes of Ask Me Anything, we're never going to get under 40. But uh, if there's still 80 of you here at the end of 47 minutes, I guess um, I guess that's not a bad thing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Coach Rob, are you? Uh, no, Erwin, I'll ask you. I'll make this the last one. What's my favorite sushi restaurant? Uh, Matsuyama in Richmond. And which one are you most eager to try for the first time? Um, yeah, there's a lot in, in Vancouver that I haven't tried in a while. And thank you, I see. Yeah, this is the way I used to do my streams. So I think I'm going to go back to it. And Indigo says, I like the, the format uh, at the end to learn more about you on a personal level. I appreciate that. I appreciate all of you. So Coach Rob, are you doing your golf stream now? So if you want to more streaming, Coach Rob does. Uh, yes, I will do the bowling. Oh, Coach Rob is switching it up. He's um, So go to Coach Rob's uh, <laughs> channel if you want to see him. Pretty laid back. Sits there in his nice little hat and his couch and talks to you while he plays video games. So it's a, it's a little uh, lower key than this, but Coach Rob does a great job. Of, okay, he didn't mean golf. He just had bowling on his mind. And Anula, thanks for watching from Sweden. Okay, I better get going. So as always, friends, thank you for being here. Moderators, thank you. It didn't look too busy, which is a good thing. I want to thank Alfred. Oh, he rejoins as Hall of Fame. Good to have you back, Elfrin, just in time for Sunday. So don't forget Hall of Fame and Legends group Zoom chat 
9 p.m. on Sunday night. I'll send out the link over the weekend. Alfred, thank you for the donation as well. Legendary Lucas Gates, legendary Justin Credible, legendary Andrew Chang. Thanks to all of you. Justin, great to spend time with you at the game tonight. Hall of Fame members and franchise members, thanks to all of you for your support and everyone else. Thank you for watching. Always appreciate you. Never take you for granted. On the way out, subscribe, like the video, leave a donation, become a member, upgrade your membership, and make sure you rate and review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Thank you to Vance City Experts Real Estate. Thank you to Perform and Transform Personal Training and Weight Loss. And one more time, thanks to all of you. No streams now. You guys know I don't stream on Friday and Saturday, but I do have both Game Over shows. So I'm doing Game Over on Saturday after the Canucks play Dallas. And then I'm doing Game Over on Sunday after the Canucks play Chicago. And then I have my members stream, members, uh, not stream, Zoom call, and then my own stream at 1030. So there's still a lot of, a lot of content for you to get through. But I won't be uh, at least doing a stream tomorrow. I might do a video. We'll see. Maybe. And then Saturday I have game over. Okay. Okay. Time to get out of here. So as always, stay safe. Stay healthy. Take care of yourselves. And take care of each other. And I forgot to tell you, a few weeks ago, I visited a good friend who, who just bought a new house. So I go into the house and he told myself, uh, no, I told myself, he told me, to make myself at home. So then I kicked him out because I hate visitors. God bless and go Canucks go. Booyah.